This is the FM Gold channel of All India Radio. In the program News Analysis, we now bring you a discussion on Energy Horizons, Solutions to Global Energy Transition. The participants are Ekke Bhattacharya, Economic Analyst and Richa Mishra, Journalist. Energy Horizon has been spoken about, talked about so much, but we both know what are the challenges available before us. Government is making efforts, but challenges remain. Before we talk on the mobility aspects which the government is showcasing, what you foresee as an immediate challenge which we face right now? Well, it's an interesting question that you have raised. I think the energy challenge is a multi-pronged challenge. At one level, we have to make sure that the fossil fuel requirements that the country's economy and the economic activities need to take into account for its growth projection growth plans those projections have to remain intact you cannot wish those demands away in a sense that if we indeed to increase our fossil fuel processing capacity to go up by as we understand by 80% by 2035 or 2040 from 250 million tons to around 450 million tons then we cannot say that that goal is not important but at the same time technologically and environmentally we are at a cusp where we need to take a leadership position in making sure that the fossil fuel needs are reduced and the climate change challenges are met and that is possible probably not just by conservation of consumption of fossil fuel but also by moving over to uh, fuel mediums which are not going to create problems for the environment and climate so which is why this challenge is uh, particularly complex and actually daunting that while you cannot ignore the demands of the economy arising for the fossil fuel and at the same time you have to meet the growing demand in terms of technological changes and environmental challenges so we have to maintain balance between the two we cannot decide from one forum that we will go electric vehicles completely by 2030 therefore i couldn't care less about the automotive fuels because it is important that the management of the economy takes into account the needs and the challenges of this transition there's a very interesting point that you know why we talk transition and we talk challenges i also see how one is visualizing this is one segment or area where private sector the consumers and the government all three can play a very significant role we see private sector involvement very little why do you think it is happening well i think there is nothing new in this if you look back in time the private sector has always been very comfortable in the status quo position in a sense that when there was need for graduating into better kinds of fuel i think private sector was not forthcoming when it came to use of different kind of multi point fuel injection systems or whether it is a kind of motor engines that can use better quality fuel i think the private sector was found wanting you needed a target state even now in the bs6 there's the same issue is coming up so private sectors not coming up and taking more proactive role but what is interesting is that in this area you see the people and the government and this government in terms of cutting across political affiliations they are always taking steps that probably look ahead there are glitches but the broad vision is 
intact. So what should we do to encourage the private sector to play a greater proactive role? I think the private sector is acutely conscious of the incentive system and it responds to incentives rather well. So if the government wants the private sector to play a more active role, I think it is necessary to one, create a clear roadmap and two, create incentive system by which the private sector is encouraged to follow that roadmap. Talking about electric vehicle, and you made a very interesting point that suddenly we have decided one fine day that by this year we will be. Now, the point is that you have alternates also. You have CNG, you have biofuel, all categories are working. So, shouldn't there be a built-in mechanism where options are available for the consumer to decide, depending on his spend, what he wants to go in or she wants to go in for. And my supplement to this will be that the bigger challenge, what I foresee, is the infrastructure. You may have electric vehicles, but where is the infrastructure and the policy mechanisms in place? You may have BS6, but then are you ready for it? Are your oil companies ready for it in the retailing side? And above all, have you made the consumer that much aware? I think all the points that you mentioned are very valid and should be of utmost concern to the policymakers. The consumer has to be at the heart of this entire transition campaign and transition program. It is a consumer which will finally benefit and therefore all the policies should be geared to seeing to what extent the consumers can actually transition to this new format of use of fuels. Now, the question about infrastructure is equally important. You cannot expect the electrical vehicles revolution to be realized without having created proper the battery infrastructure, the cost infrastructure, availability of recharging stations. Therefore, the host of infrastructure issues come up. So, I think if you are making such a major technological transition, it is necessary that these decisions and policy responses are not created or managed in different departments and the government can operate and in many cases has been operated in different kind of silos. So what happens is that one ministry decides on setting this deadline, another ministry is supplying fuel, it is not fully comfortable and a third ministry on environment is doing something else. But I think an issue like this you need an integrated approach. You probably need, if India wants to go out of the fossil fuel use in the automotive sector by 2030, then I think one ministry cannot initiate this move. You need a integrated core group of ministers, maybe a new body should be created or a new mechanism should be created within the government which takes charge of this and takes charge of not just holding meetings but takes charge of implementing those decisions or taking those decisions and making sure that it is meeting the targets. Unfortunately, so far what we have seen is decisions are taken in silos and in an issue like this where different people and different segments of society, different stakeholders are reporting to different ministries, you need an integrated structure so that an overall policy approach can be adopted. What is appreciative about this government in the first term also was that this was the first time a government was talking in such a strong manner, renewable energy particularly, because till a few years prior to they came, it was an important small little ministry or a setup. Today it is there in the front. 
but i personally see it as the target thrown by the prime minister in 2015 at the urja event where he said that reduced by 10% by 2022 i think then the other ministries got into action and the work actually started as to how do we reach which looks now very very difficult to attain the point i am now coming to is that should india not carve out its own system and mechanism instead of adopting what is there in west what may be good for say germany may not work for us so we have solar we have wind should we not work out proper systems for them also because we have systems but there are certain bottlenecks which are always coming and hampering the progress i agree with you that in the larger energy context we should not try to ape what has happened in the west because they don't have access to solar energy as much as we have because the kind of geographical locations you have so there's no doubt that the solar energy usage policy should be given the kind of impetus that is not necessary maybe in european cities or european countries but when you are talking about stored energy where the storage batteries are very important which is used for mobile applications like a vehicle i think we have to go in for technologies and applications that have been perfected in many cities in the world and why reinvent the wheel if california has adopted a policy and it is working towards zero emission by a certain date and it is what i can remember is that is it's well within that target zone so therefore there are examples available i do agree with you that the indian conditions are different but when you are talking about automobile fuel use probably our kind of challenges are quite similar to their challenges and the kind of people who are using automobiles there and the kind of people who are using it here are broadly of a certain economic class which are of a economically more proficient in my view so why not follow that model which has worked in other countries but i agree with you that when it comes to the larger use of renewable energies i think we should find out a sui generis way of developing our own energies i mean why should we not use small hydro plants I mean, we have got so many small rivulets and rivers which we should try to exploit. We have got huge abundance of solar power, and we should try to tap that. We have got a large coastline. We have got wind energy potential. So we should be able to use all that. But then, in the case of the automobile fuel thing, I think what we should do is, if there is a tried and tested model which has already worked in some countries and some states in the U.S. and i think we should not hesitate in adopting and trying to see in what way we can accept that and implement it in india there was another interesting point i mean one one was reading is the biomass biomass yes. is something which is not given that much focus but uh, if we start adopting a kind of cluster approach in areas and regions it can be a good source absolutely i think is a tremendous potential here and uh, the important thing here is that we need to encourage research and innovation in this sector and what you just now mentioned that this government should be given credit for encouraging that innovation and research in these areas because energy has been a very primary area of focus for this government you may say that uh, there is need for more energy price reform and all that but i think in terms of setting targets setting goals like you talked about the 2022 target uh, which the prime minister mentioned i think it sets the industry in a certain glide path 
which is to be welcome talking about energy and targets one can't do away from this very fine example of ujwala now ujwala is a trend set as far as energy if we look at the energy space or whole we're just not talking auto but we're talking full the energy sector per se and a very very fine example and it required a lot of social behavioral change than anything else yeah absolutely i think what it showed was that how urban policy can marry social change with economic benefits and you not to forget the environmental the positives of this move i mean if villages were using wood for their kitchen fuel and if they switch over to the gas the advantages are on many fronts you did not mention about uh, the give up campaign yes. that is another area where the social change has been married with economic benefits economists will call it behavioral economics but i think both ujwala and the give it up campaign are actually classic example of how social policies are geared to economic benefits so that's when we are talking about incentives in the sector how to can be interlinked and work Absolutely. together so energy is one space where we can go on and on and on talking about it and our, our debates never end it's now become so much part of our life but we hope the governments meet their target and it is attainable and achievable with a proper synergy between all the ministries thank you thank you you were listening to a discussion on energy horizons solutions to global energy transition the participants were ak bhattacharya economic analyst and richa mishra journalist this program was produced and presented by the news services division of all india radio this program is also available on our website newsonair.com you may email your opinion about this program at airnsdaytalks@gmail.com